Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday of the 27th week of the year, October the 3rd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 1, verses 6 through 12. St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 1, verses 6 through 12. And this is one of the most important letters of St. Paul, uh, very much related to St. Paul's letter to the Romans. And in this particular letter, the centrality of Paul's teaching and of the gospel uh, are clear and distinct and presented to the Galatians. The letter was written probably between 50 and 55 A.D., and it is directed to the Galatians who have become new converts uh, to Christianity. Uh, they were originally uh, brought up in a kind of paganism, but through various missionaries uh, who had been converted from Judaism to Christianity, there were still those who were teaching that various aspects of the Mosaic law were still uh, needed in order to attain salvation. And of course, Paul completely uh, rejects this. And he indicates that there is the preeminence of Christ and his cross that has perfected and completed the old law and now salvation comes through Christ and Christ alone and his cross, his death and his resurrection. It is by the blood of Christ that we are saved and not by following the burdens of the old law. The old law has passed away and the new law, the law in Christ, which is true freedom. It's the freedom whereby Christ has made us free in the Holy Spirit that brings salvation. And yet there are Galatians under the influence of these well-intended but misguided uh, Christian converts from Judaism that are still insisting that various aspects, especially circumcision, are necessary if they are to be saved and enter God's kingdom. And so Paul is writing to the Galatians to set the record straight. In addition to that, some have questioned Paul's ability to teach because he was not trained by Christ himself, but he has been given his apostolic commission uh, by Christ at his conversion on the road to Damascus when the Lord appeared to him and gave him the commission to go and preach the gospel the authentic, complete gospel to all peoples throughout the world. Paul, the great evangelizer, who goes and preaches Christ and him crucified, risen, and lives at the right hand of the Father. And so Paul is addressing all of these issues today and saying that it is in Christ's death that we are free that we are saved, we are free from the final damnation of sin and death by the cross. 
and not by following the prescriptions of the old law. And so Paul begins, and it's let's be clear from the beginning that Paul's letter, uh, it really holds no punches. It lays things out the way they are. At one point, Paul will even say, oh, you foolish Galatians, who has cast a spell over you that you've come to believe these false things. But he begins our selection uh, today by saying, I'm amazed that you are so soon deserting him who called you in accord with his gracious design in Christ and are going over to another gospel. That is the gospel, which is a false gospel. It's not a gospel at all, which is saying that Christianity and believing in Christ is not enough. You have to also follow the precepts of the law, the Mosaic law. Paul says there is no other, there's no other gospel. And some who wish to alter the gospel of Christ must have confused you. See, those are the, the converts from Judaism to Christianity who have been teaching this. And even if it were an angel from heaven uh, that should preach to you a gospel, not in accord with the one we deliver to you, let a curse be upon him. I repeat, I have said just that. If anyone preaches a gospel to you other than the one you received, that is, salvation is through Christ and the cross, let a curse be upon him. Whom would you say I am trying to please at this point? Men or God? See, Paul is saying, I'm not trying to win favor with the crowd. I'm not trying to ingratiate myself to any establishment or any kind of worldly uh, acclaim or praise. I must be faithful to the teaching that I have received from Christ himself that has been revealed to me. I'm not trying to ingratiate myself. If I were trying to win men's approval, I would not be serving Christ. I would surely not be serving Christ. If I am seeking the approval of others, that they think well of me and I move up the ranks and I'm held in the esteem of others, but I have not been preaching the authentic gospel given to me by Christ, it's nothing, and in fact, that curse will come upon me. He says, I assure you, the gospel I proclaim to you is no human invention. These other gospels are in human inventions. We have to remember that when we, when we hear people preaching the gospel. Is it the authentic gospel of Christ? What does the word of God say? Or... Is it something that we add to? We put our own selves into it. Are we preaching Christ or are we preaching ourselves? And that's an important thing for all who preach and all who teach and all who witness. Am I authentically teaching what Christ has revealed in Holy Scripture, his gospel, and what the Holy Spirit continues to teach through the church. What does the church teach? The church is that body of Christ on earth, 
guided by the Holy Spirit to keep us in the truth, not to wander off into all kind of human speculations and human teachings, but the authentic word of Christ. Paul ends by saying, I did not receive it from any man, nor was I schooled in it. It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. That is, he encountered Christ on the road to Damascus, and Christ gave him his apostolic commission and gave him the truth to teach the truth in the gospel. And so Paul is saying, if you're going to teach, if you're going to preach, if you're going to be an evangelist, and if you're going to uh, talk in the name of the gospel, you have to make sure first and foremost that you surrender in prayer to the Holy Spirit and be guided by the teaching of scripture and not by our own so-called insights, our own adding to the gospel or subtracting from the gospel. But to preach Christ and him crucified, that is your liberty. That is your true freedom in the Holy Spirit, that you are no longer under the burdens of the old law, of the old covenant. It is the new covenant in Christ that has made you free. And so Paul is addressing that not only to the Galatians back then, but to each and every one of us. To live the authentic gospel, to follow the teachings of the church, to those who have been raised up by God, to preach and teach and witness to the truth that in the cross of Christ and Christ alone is salvation are we freed from sin and death, our great enemies? Are we liberated from the bondage to the devil? And we are set free to walk in that new life given to us by Christ. So let us today dedicate ourselves and going forward to living the gospel, to living the authentic gospel, that in the great love of Almighty God revealed in Jesus, his death on the cross, and by his blood and resurrection, we have been washed of our sins, cleansed of our guilt, that we may walk in the freedom whereby Christ has made us free. God bless you.